Congratulations, you have just found the number one over 50 health and wellness podcast on the planet. Hello and welcome to the Over 50 Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin English. I'm the founder of The Silver Edge and our mission is to help you build and maintain a lean, healthy body that you love for the rest of your life. So you can show up in the second half of your life as the healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself. We have another episode of The Coach's Corner today, so no guest, it's just me, and we'll be back next week with our normal interview format. But this week, I want to talk to you about how to overcome gym intimidation. Now, before we get to that, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by The Silver Edge. The Silver Edge is my online nutrition, exercise, and lifestyle coaching business, catering to those of you over 50 who aren't ready to give up and buy into the common narrative of it's all downhill from here. At The Silver Edge, we take a health-first approach to working with our clients to help them build lean, strong, vital bodies that last. Look, there's no shortage of lose-weight-quick coaches, programs, and products out there in the world, but here's the deal. You can either lose weight quickly or permanently. So if you're tired of losing and gaining the same weight over and over again, if you're tired of constantly dieting, if you have a poor relationship with food, exercise, and your body, then I invite you to book a call and see if our services are a perfect fit for you. The easiest way to do this is to head over to silveredgefitness.com and click on the coaching tab, or just shoot me an email at coach at silveredgefitness.com. Okay, enough of that. Let's get on with today's show. Okay, before we start talking about overcoming gym intimidation today, I want to do my social media shout outs. So for my first one, I've got a fitness shout out for Vladimir. I'm going to butcher this last name, Shmondenko, maybe, but he is on Instagram and he's has a very humorous account. So he's, I believe he's a power lifter, a very, very strong dude, but he doesn't really look like a guy that would be able to necessarily move gigantic weights. So what his account is primarily is him. He's usually dressed up as like a janitor. So he has these coveralls on. He's not a really huge guy. And like I said, but he goes into gyms and well, I'll just leave it at that. It's a, it's a humorous account. He's a super, super strong dude. And, and his Instagram is definitely worth a follow. It's a, it, like I said, it's quite humorous, very entertaining. Check him out. It is Vladimir Shmondenko on Instagram. That's V L A D I M I R S H M O N D E N K O. I will definitely throw that Instagram handle into the show notes so you guys can find that there. Now for my personal social media shout out today, I want to shout out Jeff Goodrich. Now I'm going to go out on a limb and say most of you don't know who Jeff is. I think he's pretty new to the social media scene. He's got an Instagram and you can find him over at Dude and Duder. So it's dude, D-U-D-E-A-N-D, D-U-D-E-R. So he's the dude and Duder is his dog. Now, the reason I'm giving him a shout out is I just like an hour ago finished recording a podcast episode with Jeff, which will air next week. 
And to be honest with you, going into the interview, I didn't know a whole lot about him. I knew he'd written a book. I knew he had this amazing health transformation. And I knew that his dog was an important part or a catalyst for this amazing health transformation he had. And I thought, well, what the heck? How, how can I go wrong with him as a guest, right? What I wasn't prepared for was just how well-spoken he was and what a powerful message he has. At any rate, the dude, Jeff, only has, it's less than 100 followers. I think he's got 60-something followers as of today. Let's fill him up. I'm asking you, please, to go out, check him out. He's, again, if you're on Instagram, he's at Dude and Duder. Let's give him a follow. I think this guy's got some really amazing potential, and I think we're going to see some great things from him in the future. And you can say, hey, I knew him way back when. Again, I'll throw both of those into the show notes, and you can find those over at silveredgefitness.com slash 217. How to overcome gym intimidation. Okay, I thought I would start out this segment by telling my personal story. So I first wandered into a commercial gym, I guess it would have been just over a decade or so ago. So I was in my late 40s at the time. And the gym that was closest to my house was what could best be described as a Globo gym. Those of you that are fans of the movie Dodgeball, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So Globo gym was uh, White Goodman's gym played by Ben Stiller. And Globo Gym's slogan was, we're better than you. And it was Globo's gym versus Average Joe's gym, which was owned by Peter LaFleur, who was played by Vince Vaughn. But at any rate, I'm assuming that everyone listening to this has, in fact, seen the movie Dodgeball. Because if you haven't, what are you even doing with your life? Okay? <laughs> but at any rate, the... The gym I happened to walk into for the first time was a lot like that Globo gym in Dodgeball, or at least it seemed that way to me, right? There was a lot of very fit people. It was a pretty serious um, weightlifting and bodybuilding gym. And at the time I went, I would I would go early in the morning, so 5.36. It was packed, and it was packed with, of course, if you've ever been in a big gym at 5.36 o'clock in the morning, you know, that's it usually is packed, and there's a lot of pretty serious lifters in there. But let me tell you this. I was terrified. I don't mean I was nervous. I mean, I was terrified when I first walked in there. And a year or two before I walked in there, I had this health scare, and I've talked about that on other episodes, and it landed me in the hospital for a few days. I thought I was having a heart attack. But fast forward a little bit from that, I decided, hey, I really need to get my shit together. I was in my mid-40s, and I didn't want to be that guy that just dropped dead of a heart attack. And be like, hey, whatever happened to that Kevin? Oh, you didn't hear? He dropped dead of a heart attack. Huh. Well, at any rate, at this point on my journey, I was trying to figure out how to get healthy. And I wasn't even trying to optimize my health at this point. I was just trying not to be sick and not to be unhealthy. I was overweight. I had a bunch of issues happening. But at this point in my journey, I'd lost some weight. I'd done some running. And I was skinny fat. I was skinny fat and very, very weak. And for those of you that aren't familiar with the term skinny fat, what that looks like on me, at least it was a big old pot belly, some man boobs, but I had skinny arms and legs. In other words, I had a high percentage of fat and a very, very low percentage of muscle. 
Now, looking back, I can't remember what specifically made me decide that I needed to walk into a gym or gave me the courage to walk through those doors on that very first day. I was definitely doing tons of research at this point in my life, and I suppose some resource somewhere said that I should go and strength train. In other words, I should go and lift weights. Now, up until this point in my life, I had never picked up a barbell in my life. I am not even sure I'd ever even picked up a dumbbell. And again, I would have been in my late 40s and I had been a surfer. So I, I was in decent shape earlier in my life. I'd been a marathoner and a triathlete, not really competitive, more of a mid packer. And again, I've talked about that part of my life and in other episodes that would have happened more in my 30s. But when I was doing all of those endurance exercises, so when I was running those marathons, doing those triathlons, I kind of looked like a middle aged mid pack endurance guy. I was skinny and pretty weak. But back to my foray into the Globo Gym, my initial strategy going in was to go into stealth mode. The idea was I'd see if I could sneak under the radar of the other gym goers and I'd watch what the other exercisers would do, typically on a machine, and then I would wander over and try and replicate what I saw them do on that machine. Now, keep in mind, I was painfully self-conscious. I didn't know what I was doing. The machines, if you've ever been to a, a commercial gym and seen just the sea of machines in there, they can be a little intimidating and overwhelming. And so I'd, you know, sit down on, say, a leg extension machine because I'd watch somebody do that and I'd move the pen and try and I had no plan. I was just just picking a weight and I have no idea what reps I thought I was doing. I had no concept of, of sets and timing and things like that, but I was there right now. I eventually worked up the nerve to activate my quote unquote free coaching session. Now, most gyms have something like this, and we're going to talk about free coaching sessions here in a minute, but this was basically just a glorified sales pitch where the head trainer basically just kicked my ass for 30 minutes to show me how tough he was and show me how weak I was, I suppose. And then he hard sold me on six months of coaching, which hats off to him. It worked. I, I signed up. I, I admitted I was weak. He was strong and he could make me feel that way. So I signed up for six months of coaching with a personal trainer there. So this is my first experience with a coach or personal trainer. And I'm going to be honest with you. It was horrible. Looking back at it now, it was awful. I had three trainers in like four months, three or four trainers. I think there was no real programming. Now, in fairness to the coaches at the time, I was unable or maybe unwilling to articulate what my goals were. Maybe I was just too embarrassed to say that I wanted to be and look strong. But one good thing came out of it. I did learn to use pretty much every single machine in the gym, because that's all we did. We literally, my coaches at the time, my personal trainers would just take me from one machine to the other and we would use the machine. Sometimes we would use it in very unique and creative and unconventional ways, but there was no real programming. So I never had, you know, my coach didn't say, okay, here's your program. And for your next two days without me, I want you to follow this, do this many reps, this many sets. I want you to rest this long. It was literally just wandering from machine to machine and like I said, be creative and, and do exercises. But at any rate, getting back to gym intimidation, I shared this with you so that you know that it's normal to feel intimidated by gyms, especially if you are overweight, weak, or out of shape. And even more so for those of us that are over 50. 
Now, my current gym that I go to is a bodybuilding style gym. It's very much a global gym. And even in the off-peak hours, it's packed with beautiful, buff, and mostly young men and women, many of them scantily clad with scary looks on their faces as they move impossible-seeming amounts of weight. So it is not hard to see that that would be intimidating to anyone, let alone a deconditioned over-50 person. But It's like I used to tell my kids all the time, you can't be brave without first being afraid. So that brings me to my top 10 tips for overcoming gym intimidation. Let's go ahead and jump into them. Number one, remember that everyone starts somewhere. And usually that's at the beginning. So all those big, strong brutes and those ripped toned ladies They were all gym beginners at one time, and it's unreasonable for you to expect to do what they're doing. My advice is this. Don't focus on them. Keep the focus on you and why you're there. Number two, pick a gym that suits you, but one that allows you to grow into. Now, I want to be careful with this tip because I think the best gym is the one that is well-equipped and convenient, meaning that it's in close proximity to your home. But Different gyms definitely have different vibes. Powerlifting gyms are very intense. Small studio gyms are less so. And then there are gyms like Planet Fitness that actually cater to nervous gym goers. And this might seem like a great option for somebody who's intimidated by gyms, but I'd personally avoid any gym that outright bans movements like the barbell squat or the deadlift. So in case you didn't know, the lunk alarm will go off at Planet Fitness and they will literally kick you out or ask you to leave or they will probably ask you to stop doing that exercise if you're caught in there doing barbell back squats. Apparently, no strong people are allowed in their gyms. My third tip for overcoming gym intimidation is to opt for off-peak hours. So especially as you're getting started, if you have the options, start out by going at less crowded times. And this is typically mid-morning to early afternoon. Again, if you go in at that 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, that's when all the maniacs exercise and it's very crowded in the mornings and it's typically crowded again after work. But if you have flexibility in your schedule and can manage to go kind of in that mid-morning to early afternoon, it'll help you be more comfortable as you're starting out in the gym. Number five tip is to enlist a buddy. Having a workout buddy can do wonders for your confidence. Talk a friend into hitting the gym with you. You'll enjoy it more. And having a partner meet you at the gym at a certain time is a great way for you to stay accountable and consistent. My number six tip for overcoming gym intimidation is consider hiring a personal trainer. Nothing will boost your gym confidence quite like hiring a personal trainer. A good trainer, and unfortunately there are a lot of bad ones out there, can teach you how to safely and effectively use equipment and properly perform exercises. A good trainer should also be able to give you a well-thought-out, professionally-designed program that you can follow during your sessions without the trainer. My number seven tip is to take advantage of the free sessions that your gym offers. These free sessions come with most memberships these days and are almost always geared to get you to sign up for some paid training, but they are a great way to get you familiarized with the equipment and it's a great chance for you to see if you vibe with the trainer. It could be that that person would be an ideal person to hire to help you on your journey. My number eight tip for overcoming gym intimidation is to have a plan. 
As I mentioned, the first time I walked into a gym, I had no plan whatsoever. None. But having some sort of a game plan can be a big confidence booster. Now, there's no shortage of online exercise programs and apps that you could use, but you want to take care and make sure that you're following a professionally designed and age-appropriate exercise program that is designed for beginning lifters. We offer a product called the Silver Edge Program Library, and this is an app that has a library of well-thought-out, age-appropriate workouts for you to select from. We have everything from complete novice to advanced lifter programs, and once you've selected a program that is ideal for you, you'll find the exact instructions on how to complete the workout along with video demonstrations for all of the exercise that you're asked to do on that given day. If this sounds like it'd be helpful for you, you can check it out over at silveredgefitness.com. Just click on the coaching tab at the top of the page, or I'll also throw that into the show notes here, and you can just click on that at the bottom of the page. My number nine tip for overcoming gym intimidation is to do some homework. It would be helpful to have an idea of what exercises you plan to do ahead of time and at least have some familiarity with the basic mechanics of the movements you plan on doing. YouTube is an excellent resource for this, but just like everything, be careful. Just because you figured out how to post YouTube videos does not make you qualified to demonstrate proper exercise techniques. So we have a YouTube channel over here at the Silver Edge, and you guys can find that by going to YouTube and just type in at Silver Edge Fitness. I'll run together. That's our handle. And we have a bunch of the most common exercise videos that you're probably going to do in a gym, and you can check those out there ahead of time. Also, there is a demonstration video for pretty much every exercise known to man inside of the program library app that we talked about in the last segment. And my number 10 tip for overcoming gym intimidation is to ask for help. I saved the best for last. This could seriously be the best way to overcome gym intimidation and to take your game to the next level. Here's what I want you to do. Find the biggest, meanest looking, strongest guy in the gym or the strongest, most amazing looking woman, walk up to them and ask them for help or advice. Seriously, ask them how a piece of equipment works. Ask them to check your form or even to give you a spot on your measly 50 pound bench press. Now, there's a few ground rules you'll need to follow. You'll need to strategically time your request so you're not interfering with their lifts, and you'll want to be humble and sincere. But here's what I think you'll find, that these people are more than willing to help you out and give you a bunch of pointers to boot. Think about it. These gym gods and goddesses didn't get to look like they do by taking a casual approach to their fitness. They are passionate about working out. And they are usually thrilled to help out a beginner and to share some tips and tricks of the trade with you. Now, this is a tough one because these people can look so damn intimidating. And it's not just their perfectly sculpted bodies. It's their scary mean faces when they're actually lifting or maybe that super intense stare as they're approaching a heavy barbell. But here's the thing. That's not meanness or nastiness. It's intensity. And it's been my personal experience that 99% of these people love sharing their passion with beginners. There's, of course, always exceptions to every rule, and assholes, after all, do come in all shapes and sizes. But I strongly suggest that you try this out. You'll not only get some great advice, but you'll make a new swole gym friend, and I can promise you that it will shoot your confidence through the roof. 
Okay, so that's my top 10 tips for overcoming gym intimidation. I hope you're feeling a bit more comfortable about heading out to White Goodman's Globo Gym. But before we wrap up here, I thought I'd spend a couple of minutes on some basic gym etiquette. For the most part, if you're thoughtful, considerate, and friendly, you'll be fine. But there are a few gym unwritten rules that you should know about. Number one, always put your weights back. Don't leave your plates on barbells or machines and don't leave your dumbbells on the floor. Always put your equipment back. Number two, wipe down the equipment when you're finished. In the post-COVID world, this is pretty much accepted practice now, but there ain't nobody wants to plop down into the pool of sweat you left on the leg press machine. So make sure you're wiping down your equipment after you're done using it. Number three, if somebody asks you how many sets you have left, what they're asking you is how long you're going to be using that particular piece of equipment. A great way to make a new gym buddy is to offer for them to work in with you. That is that you and the other person alternate doing your sets on that piece of equipment. Number four is to be flexible. If your next exercise is the leg extension machine, but someone is using it, move on to your next exercise and then come back to the leg press when it's freed up. Or if you're feeling confident, consider asking if you can work in with the person currently using the machine. Number five, for God's sakes, don't get caught curling in the squat rack. In other words, don't do any exercises in the squat rack that do not specifically require the use of a squat rack. Number six, Limit your cell phone use. If you need to take a call, walk outside or at least to an unused corner of the gym and try not to get lost scrolling social media or sending long, angry texts to coworkers while you're sitting on the equipment. Number seven, be aware of people filming. It's a reality in this day and age that people may be filming their workouts. I occasionally do this myself. Just be aware that people may have tripods out and avoid walking between the tripod and the person filming themselves. Number eight, similar to tripods and cameras, it's in general considered bad form to walk between a person lifting in mirrors. This usually occurs at the dumbbell station and sometimes it can't be helped, but just be aware that this is something that you should avoid when possible. So there you go, a few etiquette tips to keep in mind and I hope you found them helpful. In conclusion, I want you to remember that everyone at the gym is too focused on their own workouts to pay a whole lot of attention to yours. And even if they did, even if they were paying attention to your workout, the fitness community is for the most part largely supportive and understanding. Overcoming gym intimidation is more about battling your inner critic than any real external judgment. So I encourage you to embrace the journey, support those around you, and celebrate every step you take towards a healthier, fitter, stronger you. Okay, that's our show for today, folks. Remember, if you'd like to follow along with one of our professionally designed exercise programs, head over to silveredgefitness.com and click on the coaching tab at the top of the page. This will give you access to our workout app that has programs for the complete novice all the way to the advanced lifter. So there's something in there for everyone. 
I'll put the link to that program in the show notes, along with everything we talked about in this episode, and you can find that over at silveredgefitness.com slash 217. As we wrap up our time together today, you can show your support for this show in two important ways. The first is to tell a friend about this podcast and encourage them to give it a listen. The second is for you YouTube folks to click the like and subscribe buttons, and for you podcast folks to consider giving this podcast a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and be sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future episodes. I really appreciate you spending your time with me today, and until next time, stay strong.